0: It's time to step into the more that God has for you. This is Eunice Lai, and I would like to welcome you to today's episode of Beyond the Building with Laura Pereno and Debbie Kiever of the Beyond Women's Conference. Well, welcome back to Beyond the Building. We have a special treat for you this week. I know, Laura, we're so excited to be in the month of June, which is Father's Day. And as we began to pray about, you know, Father, what's on your heart uh, for the month of of June. He said, how about this? How about the father's take on fathers? Yep. And I was so excited and I said, what if we invited my father, Kurt Kahn, to join us on Beyond the Building? And so dad, we just want to welcome you. This is your debut with Beyond the Building and I hope it's not the last time, but we want to welcome you for joining us here on Beyond the Building today. Here is the excitement for this month. We spent, what was it, March and April, Laura, doing the Reads Bible study tool, um, looking at passages in the New Testament, how to apply really studying the word of God with listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit and combining it into a very personalized, what we were referring to, the rhema word, R-H-E-M-A, the rhema word of God, um, where the Holy Spirit quickens in your heart the word of god into your personal life in that moment and we we always said if you haven't listened and learned about the reads yet go back to episode 92 we said that so many times that is where we've described how to use this reads tool of read examine application dialogue scene in the spirit and so dad i just want to welcome you um, because we're super excited not only are we glad you're here but For our listeners, you have no idea what this looks like right now. Laura (laughs) is actually sitting with me in the kitchen with my father. This is the first time in over a hundred podcasts. Hard to believe that we are actually recording in the same place.
1: Absolutely. It's so much fun. It's
0: so much fun. So dad, I'm going to ask if you could just say a short word about this Reese tool. We've been referencing you um, for many episodes and, I know this is something that God put on your heart that is so near and dear. And Laura and I and a whole bunch of other people are so grateful for how you have listened to the Lord and shared this with us because it has absolutely transformed our own study of the word. So welcome to beyond. And is there anything that you would like to say to our listeners about anything related to you or the, the reeds?
2: Well, I appreciate the uh, invitation to be here with you two godly women, and uh, I'm trying not to be too intimidated by uh, <laughs> the regular beyond people here, but uh, it all started about 20 years ago, I guess, where we're struggling with trying to hear the voice of the Lord, and I uh, something by Mark Verkler and Patty Verkler, a book called uh, Dialogue with God, really helped me and got me started on hearing the Lord a little more clearly. And uh, so as that developed, we began to think, how could we combine Bible study, as we've traditionally done it, with hearing the voice of the Lord, just to see what he has to say. And that is something that God did. And this was not something that was worked on or was a project or a goal, like anything. It was just spontaneously over a period of months. Actually, uh, this was put together by the Lord, and uh, He gets all the credit. I'm going to really emphasize that. And uh, I was thanking Him for it one day, and uh, He says, uh, "Yes, it's the five <laughs> I love it when he does that. Why would I think of that, right? He says, it's the 5 eighths. This, this reads as the 5H. I said, what is, it, what is that, Lord? He said, he's speaking now, right? I initiate. I motivate. I facilitate. I activate. And I consummate. Wow. He started <laughs> it. He motivated it. He gave the material and the ideas to, to produce it. And he activated it with people as we tried it together. And in the end, he will consummate it because in the end, he is the Alpha and the Omega.
1: Amen. Wow. That is powerful. I did not know that part of the story. And, and that is amazing. And so, now
0: she's like, can you please send me that in writing?
1: <laughs> what were those five eights again? I like that. I'll have to listen to the recording when it comes out. <laughs> so That's
2: he, awesome. It is 100% plus him. Mm. Yeah. And the reason it's so successful is one reason only he wants to talk to us.
1: Amen. <laughs> Amen. That's right. I love it. I love it. He
2: wants to talk to us more than we want him to talk to us. <laughs> and then he wants us to see in the spirit like we yeah. see all through the Bible visions and dreams. Yeah. And uh, this is this is what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's so easy for folks to learn this because he wants.
1: That's amazing. Well, we are really excited because this week, uh, we are going to be looking at Genesis 22 together and we have all on our own, uh, looked at Genesis 22. It's the story of Abraham, because we've been looking at at fathers uh, in the Bible, in the Old and the New Testament. And we're going to look at is Abraham. So if you also want to follow along, uh, we're in Genesis 22. You can open up your Bible. You can check it out with us. Do your own reads on this passage. And I wonder what God is going to say to you. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to read starting in verse one. We're going to go to verse five. And it says sometime later, God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, here I am, he replied. Then God said, take your son, your only son, whom you love, Isaac, and go to the region of Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on a mountain, I will show you. Early the next morning, Abraham got up and loaded his donkey. He took with him two of his servants and his son, Isaac. And when he had cut enough wood for the burnt offering, he set out for the place that God had told him about. On the third day, Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. He said to his servants, stay here with the donkey while I and the boy go over there. We will worship and then we will come back to you. Now, many of us know the story. The story goes on to see Abraham Building an altar. Isaac is with him, and Isaac recognizes that there's no sacrificial lamb, there's no animal to put on the altar to finish this sacrifice. And so he asks his father, Father, where is the lamb? And Abraham says to his son, God will provide the lamb. So God intervenes as Abraham puts his son on the altar ready to sacrifice his son, his only son, in full obedience to God, God intervenes and stops Abraham from sacrificing his only son, his favorite son, his uh, promised son, and provides a ram who is walking up the mountain at the same time that they are. Now, it's just amazing because we see in the story that Abraham is going to be faithful to God in the story. Isaac does not recognize what's going on, does not know that he's going to end up being the sacrificial animal here. And we see God's faithfulness as he provides for the sacrifice and Isaac is allowed to live.
0: So that's the, that's the gist of the story. And so remember as it reads, we, we always invite the Holy spirit into this moment. What are you going to draw my attention to? What's What's the focus for this particular time of study now for me, guys, where God drew my attention, it was actually the first verse. And sometime later, God tested Abraham that word test really um, caught my attention. So that's where I began to look at what was the nature of these tests. And, and again, you just shared the story, but there was going to be a test of Abraham's obedience to God It with, when it went against every fiber of his being. Uh-huh every fiber of his being. He was also going to test, would he be more desiring of pleasing God or pleasing his wife? Can you imagine being mm. Abraham and trying to explain to um, Sarah, hey, by the way, this is really what's going to happen. She would have killed him. Yeah. you know. <laughs> so it was a test. Who am yeah, I going to, who that's... am I uh, aiming to please God or my yeah. wife? And then another test was, test, 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 excuse me, trusting in God's heart mm. do I really trust God's heart when what he me to do seems opposite of his heart I mean, he had to dig down deep so mm. so in the testing this is where God was drawing my attention and Abraham's response to the test is what caught my caught my uh, train of thought I think when God's tested me I've often dug my heels in but here look just in a nutshell this is how abraham responded to these tests he just obeyed he just got up and did what god asked him to do you don't read abraham resisted he had an argument he had to think about it for 3 days he didn't have to pray and fast he just did what god said and when you look at the dialogue in like verses 3 to 6 it's it's going back to like and abraham got up he gathered you know, his son, he gathered the wood, he gathered the flame, he went, it's almost like you're describing a recipe for making a meal. Mm. Like, there's not a lot of emotion in there. Mm. I'm like, was he void of emotion? Mm. And then when there's conversation between Isaac and Abraham, Isaac's asking the question, father, yes, my son, like as gentle and as normal as it would normally be. Mm -hmm. Even later in verse eight, where, you know, Isaac is asking, where is the lamb? Abraham's not going. Oh my gosh! I don't know. I sure hope it's not you. Like there's, right. he's right. answered in a peaceful way right. that even Isaac, as he's being bound and laid on an altar, is not resisting. It, it just it, that just what struck me in you know the examine part which then, of course, led into my application and dialed. But I don't know that I would have passed that test yeah, yeah. with the A plus that we give Abraham. So, <laughs> you know, right. Laura or dad, like, the interview, what did you come up with some things that were kind of interesting to you?
1: Well, I think the thing that's interesting to me right now is that God put a very similar thing on our hearts. Oh, really? Because usually when we do these reads, you and I are totally on a completely different trajectory with God speaking. But if you look at my notes, it's the word obey, obey, obey all the way through. And I think that's just a key point in this story here is that full obedience to what God says is the only way to go. And I see it as you were sharing uh, in the story here, he got up early the next morning. He heard a very, very difficult challenge from God or act that he was supposed to follow from God. And he got up early the next morning in order to fully obey what God had said. I wrote down in my notes, did the man sleep at all that night? Oh. I mean, can you even imagine what is going on in his heart and his head? And he has a three day journey ahead of him in order to accomplish what God has put on his heart to do. I had this also picture as he's on this three day journey with his son and he's looking for Mount Moriah. It takes three days to get there. What really um, came to my mind was he obeyed God to go to the exact place. Now, sometimes in my journey. Uh, if I were Abraham and God had given me something to do and it was difficult, sometimes I just want to get it over with. Right. And so I'll try to do something too quickly. I don't think he would have done that with his son. Right. He would probably have said, oh, I've gotten to Mount Moriah. Maybe there's another mountain after it. Right. I'm going to delay this obedience. I'm going to wait because maybe God will intervene and do something so I don't have to offer my son. But he went to the very place that God told him to go. He was breaking his heart. I think he had full confidence in in the Lord, but you know, that passage in the new Testament, I believe, but help my unbelief, Mm -hmm. you know, was there that little thing in his human part of his mind, right? (laughs) Saying what if, so in full obedience, I think my examine is Abraham walked confidently to the mountain because he had full confidence in his God. And he also saw God's provision as he uh, really obeyed 100% all the way through. And that is Mm -hmm. a challenge for me.
2: That's awesome. I'm thinking of the word testing that you guys are focusing on a little bit. This is a little cliche, but it's thought provoking. Without a test, there is no testimony. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And so when we're facing these things, uh, we have to remember that what comes out the other end is often a powerful testimony, Mm -hmm. which he has here in the scripture.
1: Mm. Amen, and it went on for generations, for thousands of years, right? And we're still talking yes, about it, yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> so we look at, examine, just highlight, and again, you and I are, you know, the three of us are pulling from lots of notes, you know, and thoughts. So then we invite the Holy Spirit to, what do you want me to remember? And this is our application. Kind of starts to focus in a little bit more. So the application, and I'm just, again, what I love about this is I have no idea what you're going to say, Laura, and I, know I have no idea, dad, what you're going to say, which makes this so much more fun. Mm-hmm. All right. This was my application. I need to remember that my very intentional decision to trust the Lord completely in the midst of a huge trial will directly impact those who are around me. They will feed off of my own spiritual Emotional and mental state.
2: Mm.
0: That will make a lot more sense when you hear my dialogue. (laughs) So, Laura, did you what was your need to remember? I
1: did. I need to remember that full obedience in situations that I do not understand lead to a confident walk in God's provision.
0: Mm.
2: I need to remember that his ways and his thoughts are higher than my thoughts, and he is in every situation good and excellent.
0: Amen. Uh so good so then we move on to dialogue this is the this is where the rummer meets the road right it gets real personal (laughs) so each of us has a dialogue and this is where we say father what do you want to speak to my heart right remember this is a a month on the father's take on fathers right Mm -hmm. so the here's the funny thing we're in the old testament and it may end up in a teaching tool about a father. It may be just something very personal for us, but this is from the father's heart. From my journal, I asked the Lord, what do you want to speak to me? He said, Debbie, look back on your life when the boys were home. Do you recall sometimes when your plans were not working out as you had planned them and you became irritated or agitated and you began to express that agitation towards others around you, your husband or even to the boys? Others bore the brunt of a situation that was just yours, not theirs. Was Abraham struggling inside? Sure he was, and understandably so. And yet he dug down deep in his trust in me, which allowed him to not take out his tension or his fear or his need to control on the servants nor on Isaac. I grounded him because he held tightly, to my faithfulness, the God of the covenant. So when shakeups arise in your own life, in your own life, messing up even your best laid plans, threatening to destroy your dreams, press into me. I will ground you, I will give you peace and I will give you the ability to not take it out on those who are around you, Mm -hmm. which made me sit back and go, Wow, that's profound. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and sure. probably I could hear like the hallelujahs of those who were close to me. Yeah. <laughs> right on, Dad. That's exactly what we need. Right. I
1: love it. I <laughs> so, love Laura, that. what'd you get? Um, I, I I, wrote in my journal Laura, I want you to know that the plans I have for you may seem unclear or unknown, but I've told you what to do. Keep confidence as you have, uh, knowing. Sorry, keep walking in full confidence as you have knowing as a faithful father, I'm leading and guiding you to amazing. Don't doubt. Don't stop. The ram is walking. You keep walking too. there is a we in this story. And I I skipped out on that piece in the examine. I think it's so critical that Abraham said to the servants, we will come back down the mountain. He was going to come back down. The walk was going to include his son on the other side. And really, I felt in this dialogue God just confirming to my heart, keep going. We are walking together. And I've got the ram coming up on the other side, whatever it is. And I think I love this about the father, that there's a we in our father relationship with God. And Mm. I think that's really what he was highlighting here for me in the dialogue.
2: Mm. How about you, dad? Lord, what do you want to say to me regarding this scripture? Kurt, I want you to know that many more fathers than you can imagine have read this account and said or thought, I don't know if I could have done that. I also know that you're one of them. First of all, you are to be commended for even taking the time to consider the strength of your relationship with me in the face of such a choice. I remind you that my word says faith is being sure of what you hope for and certain of what you do not see. If you were ever faced with such a choice by me, there are some things you might find encouraging. If you would be sure that I love you and would give you the grace to do anything, I would ask of you, Your faith in me is well founded. If you know that I love you and that I love your son even more than you, be assured that I would never do anything that would violate my love for either of you. Kurt, even now, I know that you're struggling and are wondering if I would ask you to go through the unthinkable. I remind you that my word says I am for you, not against you, that my thoughts are higher than your thoughts and that my ways are higher than your ways. You asked me about the scripture. For many years, Abraham had many tests of faith and many manifestations of my faithfulness before he was presented with this test of faith. He knew me and he had often heard my voice and knew the depth of our mutual intimacy. Kurt, continue to seek me with all your heart, devour my word and know that my spirit will direct and guide you as you abide in me. Be assured that my grace will be more than sufficient for you to be faithful in any test that I bring to you.
0: Mm. Amen. Amen. That's awesome. It that really is. It's awesome. It is. I'm glad we have that documented.
1: Yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome.
0: <laughs> so the dialogue's personal, isn't it interesting? We we're listening to each other's for the first time, mm-hmm. which is part of the fun, right? Mm-hmm. Remember, mm-hmm. Dad actually for our listeners, dad was like, Do you want to see what I wrote? We're like, no, 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 we don't want to <laughs> see it. We just want to <laughs> hear it for the first time on the which is just, it's so sweet. The flask part of the reads you're just asking the lord is there something you want to show me in the scripture and this could go anywhere right this could go anywhere this is what i saw i saw a lightning rod in the ground i see a i see lightning strike grounding all that energy protecting those standing too, not not too far away i'm really walking away with this that when a test comes up when Mm -hmm. things shake my agenda i am a planner. I'm really seeing God say the importance of relying on him. The father will help me Mm. in that moment to ground my emotions, to Mm. ground my perspective, to ground my choices so Mm. that those around me don't Mm. suffer because I'm struggling on the inside. Doesn't mean I'm not facing things. It means that the father wants to help give me that stability. And I I love that lightning rod picture. Mm -hmm. That just makes so much Mm -hmm. sense. Mm -hmm. So what did you have, Laura?
1: I had a visual of um, my dad and me uh, in our family room. And I know I've shared this story before, but it's interesting how God uh, presented it this time. It was my dad and me in the family room. Deb, I've talked to you about this before that my dad didn't go to college and he was so proud to send me to college. And so every time I would come home, we'd sit in the family room and he would tell, he would ask me, um, what does it feel like to walk and hear the bells at the school? Mm. And what does it feel like to be part of that college community? Tell me everything that you're experiencing because I, I didn't do it. And so that was a really unique and special time for my dad and me. Um, but in this picture, I felt God show me me sharing with my dad the joy of being at college. And then it, the the scene changed to me sitting with the father, God, mm. sharing the joy of the third day when i experienced the ram mm. on the mountain. so it was just this great visual that same i couldn't wait to get home to tell my dad about college every mm-hmm. time. and it's like this thing it was this picture. i can't wait laura like that and you're you're seeing the ram mm. and you're telling me this is what it felt like when i saw the ram, you know. and again it goes back to that we Right, that we're in it together. So honestly, I have goosebumps as I'm saying it, but uh, really a a very
0: special visual. I think I'll always remember. Did you have to go and sit there with your dad and process about your roommate named Debbie? (laughs) You did come up
1: in very positive ways. I honestly I remember it was like and then Debbie helped me do this, and then Debbie helped
0: me do that. I'm so grateful for Debbie's because I was an older woman. (laughs) the older woman. This is true. Oh, poor dad. Sorry. This is what happens on a podcast, dad, especially when we're sitting together in the same room. What was your C in the spirit?
2: Before I share my C, I would like to give a word of encouragement to people who are learning this for the first time. A lot For a lot of people I've seen over the many years, the C is probably a little more challenging for them. Don't give up on it. Mm-hmm. don't bail out on the reeds uh, part that has a c and one of the reasons is the c part has such an emotional impact sometimes it's interesting uh, uh, we don't tend to remember words for a long time mm-hmm. but when god gives a, a, a holy spirit impression of a picture an image I, i've known that to last years mm-hmm. uh, i had a. a powerful image one time of the woman caught in adultery and they're trying to stone her for a long time even till almost recently I couldn't share that story without tearing up Mm. because I saw the love of God in Jesus eyes for her Mm. so my point is stay with it Uh, it gets easier as you do it and it gets more and more powerful initially it's a little bit your imagination plus the Holy Spirit and that's fine that's okay that's all right But the more you do it, the more you receive more purely what the Holy Spirit's showing you. So anyway, here's my see, Lord, what do you want me to see that relates to this scripture? I see the back of Abraham standing next to the altar where his son is tied up, laying on the wood, waiting for the sacrifice. And his right hand hanging down at his side. Large knife with a blade about 12 inches long. His shoulders are hunched and slightly shaking as if he was crying. It's getting to, I'll Mm -hmm. continue. Suddenly I see his face without either of us moving. I see his face framed by his hair and his beard. His eyes are bloodshot and tears are streaming down his cheeks. His teeth are clenched and only one description is coming to mind, sheer agony.
1: Mm, 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 mm. Wow. I I appreciate what you shared uh, even before your see about the fact we need to continue on this. Cause just the emotional response that I just felt when I was sharing mine and, and seeing you here uh, with this emotional response, God speaks so powerfully through this, this piece mm-hmm. of the Bible study. And I'm so grateful for that. Thank you for sharing that. Um, as we wrap up today, it, it's actually hard for me to wrap up right now because I feel like we are in this very sacred moment where God is speaking to each of us. I pray that he has spoken to you. And um, wow, I'm so grateful that we have a father as we are studying fathers in the Bible uh, this month that speaks to us so personally in the places that we are. God is so good to us, so faithful. We do have to wrap up. Well, I'd love to stay in Genesis 22 for another 10 or 15 minutes or more. Um, We are going to wrap up (laughs) and just say, thanks for being with us. Kind of feel like we're leaving you on a kind of an emotional, maybe uh, solemn moment here. would love to hear your, your thoughts on some of these uh, sh- uh, topics or stories that we've shared here. If you want to share with us, uh, you can reach us at beyondwomensconference at gmail.com, jot something on Facebook. We are so grateful for you. And one of the things that just hit my mind is the same father that spoke to me in a dialogue and sea, is the same father that spoke to Debbie, is the same father that just spoke to Kurt, and the same father that is speaking to you. God is personal. He wants to speak to you. And aren't we glad in this month of June that we have this father who meets us in the places where we are. So thanks for being a part. If this has blessed you, encouraged you, if you know a father who would appreciate hearing this, or somebody like me who is anticipating right seeing their father face to face again someday um share it with them i pray it's a blessing and we are so grateful for you we're in genesis chapter six check it out prior do a reads and we'd love to see what god speaks to you then take care have a great day God bless you.
0: take care everybody we believe that god will use what was shared to encourage you as you step into the more that he has prepared for you today thank you for joining us until next time Remember, you were created for more.